0: (laughs) what's up guys thanks for pressing play on 90 day fiance crazy and love the podcast i'm your co-host john here with my wife and co-host she knows better than to try to cut my hair the one and only (laughs) teresa
1: hello everyone how's everyone doing today
0: I don't know if I told you the story about my dad's dad, my grandfather, trying to cut his hair.
1: No, did I tell you a story about my mother actually cutting my hair when yeah. I was a kid?
0: You not only told me the story, you showed me the photos.
1: I looked like I had a helmet on my head for like ten years.
0: Yeah, I think your mom literally put a bowl on your head and just cut around it. Listen,
1: I love my mom, and not not that she cut my hair she also made my clothes <laughs> out of her old clothes so like my mom was so cool she they used to go th- up to Poland to get the jeans mm-hmm. and then she made tiny jeans out of her <laughs> jeans <laughs> but you know she's not a fashion designer so you can imagine yeah how the jeans looked on me I could wear them for like four years I started very big
0: no I don't have and to then imagine. I grew into them I saw the photos so your mom would Get her own jeans and then cut material from her own jeans from to the make older, yeah. Okay, to make all my jeans, it wasn't like she was wearing the jeans after she cut them. No, you. oh, okay, wait, what? Because you said she cut her jeans to make you jeans,
1: yeah, like old jeans. Like she's like, Oh, I'm not wearing this anymore. Let, let me make yeah, her I jeans so she's a cool baby.
0: I got it. Uh, um, yeah, my dad's hair story was that he had super long hair when he was in his teens and 20s and his father my grandfather super strict kind of a by-the-book kind of guy and did not love that he had super long hair so he always threatened to cut it
1: Mm. and then
0: one night in the middle of the night my dad woke up and his dad was hovering over him With scissors trying to cut his hair while he was asleep.
1: Jesus.
0: Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. I was
1: always aware. My mom always made me stand in the bathtub.
0: Yeah. When she
1: was cutting my hair.
0: That's just going to clog the drain.
1: Well, don't tell me.
0: Yeah. Anyways, guys, if you haven't yet followed us on Instagram, please do, at 90daycrazyinlove. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you're listening, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Smash that subscribe button.
1: Smash it hard.
0: Smash it so hard.
1: I was going to say, smash it like it's hard. (laughs) Whatever,
0: Whatever you think. Uh, and guys, thanks so much for the reviews. If you haven't left a review, we would love if you could leave us one. We like to wake up and see a new review every once in a while. You yeah, have a like we candor. have our
1: morning cup of Joe's reading reviews.
0: <laughs> and we can't read them if you don't send them. So exactly.
1: And we can reading do. the old ones, which is still great.
0: Oh, yeah. But yeah. please, so please send makes it makes our
1: day. Always, always does.
0: Yes, thank you. So, all right. What do you say? You want to do a little 90-day, by the way?
1: My favorite segment. Go. All right.
0: Let's talk about the clickbait queen. I'm talking about, I think, you know who I'm talking about. None other than Nicole.
1: Nicole, a.k.a. Nicole and... Azen. Azen. I was going to say Yazan, but... I know,
0: right? Yeah, the, click, the clickbait queen. Come on. So, I'm sure you've seen every day. It seems like she's just posting these clickbait stories on yeah. Instagram. R.I.P. as in photos of an ultrasound making it seem like she's pregnant. Yeah. Right? Okay.
1: Or like the broken heart. It makes it seem like yeah. they broke up. Yeah.
0: Right. It's so desperate. It's so irritating. But I get it. She needs money. Yeah. So she posts these stories or these lies. They're not even stories. They're just lies. They're clickbait. And then she gets paid every time someone clicks the link. So then I got thinking, okay, okay. Is this her job? What is her job? Why does she need money so bad, right?
1: I think she works at Starbucks, doesn't she?
0: She used to work at Starbucks. And remember, that was when she couldn't afford to sponsor Asin, So she wasn't making a lot back then. Yeah. So I did some research. I wanted to know, what is she doing? What is she doing? She's not making enough money that she has to post these crazy clickbait stories. So turns out. She's working for her mom, Robboly.
1: Rob, You know, I always call her Robbable.
0: Robbable. That's rub-able. one of the
1: most. <laughs> I was like, the first time they introduced us to Nicole's mom, she's like, my name is like Rob, Rob. And I was like, Robbo, what? Rub-able. And I just kept saying Robbable.
0: Robbable. <laughs> it's more fun to say than <laughs> Robbable. But yeah, so Robbable owns her own Etsy store. SRQ Quilter, shout out to SRQ Quilter. Mm. She's basically just making and selling masks right now. Okay?
1: That's, that's all she does?
0: I guess. And so, what did
1: she do before COVID-19?
0: Maybe she sold scarves because mm. there's a scarf or two on oh. her Etsy shop also. So, okay, Nicole's helping out with that, apparently. But then, as all 90 cast members do, I discovered she's also on Cameo. Okay? I was going to
1: say OnlyFans? No, <laughs> no,
0: no, 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 cameo. Okay, not a shocker, right? But here's the shocker: How much do you think she charges? And I'll give you, I'll give you uh, some reference. Here. Okay, Colt. Let's remember, Colt mm-hmm. charges fifty dollars. Okay, that's, that's average. Big Ed charges sixty-nine dollars. Gross, bro. That's but that's too much. You <laughs> charge for a 69. tiny Ed. Angela charges $75.
1: I mean, to get the piece of Angela, I would probably (sighs) pay that.
0: (laughs) So how much do you think Nicole charges?
1: Um, All right. She is famous 90-day cast, but she's not like the most famous one. And she's not very recent 90-day cast either. So I'm going to say... She should be charging between 40 and 50. Mm-hmm. But since you brought it up, I'm sure it's going to be something wild, so I'm going to say 101, like the <laughs> like the Dalmatians. And
0: so close, you have to get fancy. $100. $100. Who
1: pays that? For
0: a cameo from Nicole.
1: I would not pay. I would not pay from Nicole. I don't think I would pay from anyone. But I feel like if Even Angela charged a hundred and it would be a wild cameo with like, you know, full Angela just like going hard or even Cole, even Larissa. I would be like, you know what? Like these guys are just in our faces. They're like 90 day stars. Mm -hmm. I could probably understand, but Nicole, girlfriend, just stick with the clicks and charge (laughs) 50.
0: Yeah, I don't see a Nicole cameo being too exciting or too creative. I have a feeling it's pretty blah. So $100 for a pretty blah cameo, not worth it.
1: And she also needs to be a little smarter and do the math. Mm-hmm. Example, you charge $100 for a cameo, right? Maybe you get 10 people, like, you know what? they yeah, I love Nicole. Let me, let me do it. That's yeah, that's a thousand, thousand bucks. That's a thousand dollars, right? But what if you charge Forty dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And there might be people like, oh, you know what? Like Nicole was cool and forty dollars isn't bad. You might get a hundred people.
0: There you go. I can't do that math, but it sounds like it's more than a thousand. That
1: would be a four thousand. <laughs> there right? you go.
0: Yes. So yes
1: go a little cheaper and you will get more requests. I'm pretty <laughs> sure.
0: I think you might be right. All right, Nicole, if you're listening, you heard you gotta tweak your business model. Teresa told you so. You'll be better off. All right. That's, by the way, number one. Number two, if you've been living under a rock, this one's for you. 90 Day Fiance is back with its eighth season. This is the original 90 Day.
1: Woohoo! Our favorite.
0: Yeah, it's my personal favorite iteration of this show.
1: Like foreigners coming to America.
0: Well, it's not even necessarily that. It's just the 90 days you have to get married. That's what
1: I'm saying. Yeah, so you wouldn't. And I don't want to shit on the other way, but guys, let's all be honest. Mm-hmm. The other way, as much as I like 90, it's not as spicy as our previous season. It's definitely like, not.
0: It's definitely the, not. Original the
1: original 90 day
0: or even happily ever, ever after, after question mark is yeah.
1: fabulous. Yeah. But the some other people, way.
0: Some people love the other way though. We're not, we don't dislike oh, it. Oh no,
1: we don't dislike it. I'm just saying. Not as much drama.
0: Right, exactly. Okay, so just a brief overview. It's coming back Sunday, December 8th, and we're gonna get Woo-hoo! four new couples, but we're gonna get three returning favorites. And they're some of my favorites, so here they are Tariq and Hazel. So Hazel's gonna be leaving the Philippines and coming stateside, coming to Virginia. It's exciting. Heard, Cutting, some things, yeah. heard some things she's gonna get into, which Aww. sounds a little uh, interesting, a little dicey. So that'll be <laughs> that'll be fun to watch. You got Mike and Natalie. Natalie's gonna be leaving Ukraine to head to Washington State.
1: I didn't think these two are gonna make oh, it, but I'm I excited to watch.
0: I like them as a couple. Natalie's
1: I really, eyes are ginormous.
0: Natalie's eyes are super blue. They always suck me in. Super huge. I know. They are kind of Popping out of her head,
1: but she looks younger than her age, so good for her.
0: And Mike is just huge; he's a big dude. Shh.
1: He's <laughs> as big as her eyes.
0: Yeah, so they're going to be in Washington. I'm definitely curious to see how. That oh plays yeah, because they they got into some some serious arguments. I was over
1: religion, so yeah. I'm curious to see how that's going to yeah. play in the American dream.
0: And then there was also the argument about Mike. It seemed like Mike cheated or did something wrong.
1: Oh, and, and the constant baby question. Oh, like yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Natalie wanted to be pregnant yesterday.
0: Yes, so we'll see how that's going. And then our third couple that's returning is... Rebecca and Zed.
1: Zed.
0: Oh, se- oh, oh, I'm too sexy. Oh, I told you. Can't wear that too sexy, baby. Oh, i too sexy. So he's, oh. he's going to be leaving Tunisia to start his life in Georgia.
1: Interesting. I know. I'm, I'm fired definitely up. curious to see them too. Fired
0: up. Then we got the new couples. We got Brandon. He's 27 years old from Virginia. And Julia, 26, from Russia. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, pretty common story there. Jovi 29 from New Orleans and Yara 25 from Ukraine. So a couple Ukrainians
1: uh, on this season. The Russian and Ukrainians love America.
0: All right, here we go. Stephanie. She's the American. She's 52 from Michigan with Ryan 27 from Belize.
1: No, another one?
0: Here we go. This is
1: Another This
0: is Jenny Summit I guess.
1: No, Judy Sammy. This is Danielle and Mohammed. Oh,
0: Danielle and Mohammed. Yes, touche. Exactly. Yes, Stephanie 52, Ryan 27. Excited about this. This is also this. Molly. Yeah. And. Mo- uh, was Molly that much older? Molly wasn't in her 50s, was she?
1: I think she was in her 40s. So yeah. she is.
0: Yeah. And then.
1: Well, I uh, was like Molly was like.
0: Molly decent was Decent cool. looking and confident. Was, yeah. She was in the, you know. Yeah. And then the last, the last couple's Andrew. Coming in at 32 years old from California and Amira, 28 from France. So that's pretty Oh, that's, that's interesting. Pretty normal, right? Another Frenchie. Mm-hmm. Another Frenchie. So excited about that. Just wanted to give a little taste of what's to come.
1: I can't wait. Well, is it December yet?
0: I know, right? We will definitely be covering this season on the podcast. Oh, just, yeah, as for we said, sure. The OG 90 day is our favorite iteration of this. So we're looking forward to that. Again, Sunday night December 6th 8 p.m it starts
1: I can't wait I I genuinely can't wait
0: I know I'm ready for it I'm ready for new blood I'm ready for some of these old favorites I'm ready for foreigners in America mm-hmm. I think I think that's where we can really relate because that's our story you came from your country Czech my Republic. my homeland your homeland you came this way and so I think you can relate to,
1: yes, to that yes I just we just can't relate coming for the other person. Like I met you when I was on the right. roll.
0: Right. But you like can. School, life. Right. But you can sympathize, empathize with what these foreigners are going through, trying to order food for the first time in a restaurant. 800%. And, and I yeah.
1: always, every time I watch it and I always think this must be so hard because you basically don't know anything in anyone. And if your English isn't good, then you're just a hundred percent dependent on your to be spouse. Right. But you better know each other too because you lived. you know, you maybe met once or you met online. So I can't even imagine like I came here because I wanted to.
0: That's right. You know,
1: I made it happen. I wanted to do this and this and I was struggling. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. So I can't even imagine what, how these guys feel, Mm -hmm. you know, but We'll see, and I'm gonna be commenting on everything <laughs> I see.
0: Can't wait to hear it. So Sunday, December sixth, eight p.m. Mark your calendars.
1: Like this is this is how I see the next two months. Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, Sunday, December sixth.
0: Yeah, that's all you're looking forward to.
1: And maybe Christmas. Yeah,
0: <laughs> turkey and ninety. That's yeah. It. All right, let's get into it. I'm talking about Sunday night, the other way. And it was it was an okay episode. It was an okay episode. I got to say there have been few and far between standout episodes on this season.
1: And I know I say this every single podcast, but I'm going to repeat it because it really bothers me. I think the main reason, especially for me, why this season kind of sucks is because the cast members spoil it on social media. Mm -hmm. I'm watching something and I know the answer to it. Or I know, you know, what's, what happened after. And that bothers me. And I feel like I would love this way more if I still didn't know. Right. So I feel like TLC need to do some sort of a policy saying like, you cannot be spoiling 90 Day, because then why, why are we watching? And I love it. I would still watch it, but please do it the way you did before.
0: I know. We have these four new couples for 90 days starting in December, and we have to follow them on Instagram. We have to. We've got to know what's up, but I'm wishing we didn't, because I think we're going to have some spoilers, unfortunately. Well, like,
1: be, be like Darcy. She didn't spoil anything, and it was fabulous, right. because I was just curious i was i was you know questioning like are they still together what's going on same with stacy she didn't spoil anything either and uh, that it added to the pleasure of us watching the show because we had no idea are they still together are they not are they gonna break up on the show are they gonna make it we had no idea and it was fabulous so well, please tlc if you're listening <laughs> do something
0: <laughs> there's no real incentive for cast members not to post in fact i think it's the opposite because if they post they can get more followers then they can turn those followers into ad revenue and they benefit from this if they don't post it's not like the more viewers tlc gets the bigger their paycheck they're already getting paid whatever it is a thousand bucks an episode yeah and that's it so i get why they're posting they want to create intrigue and get followers
1: yeah but then you kill the show like why don't you post let's say 90 day airs on a sunday they do a b c d right so give them two or three days and maybe on a thursday or next week you can post something that was happening around the episode or from the episode don't post spoilers
0: i know i'm with you
1: or post selfies like if you put you know we don't know what's going on in your life you might be still with the other person or not. You want to post, post selfies. Yeah. No one knows what's going on from selfies.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about one couple that doesn't spoil much for us. Uh, because there's nothing to spoil. I'm talking about Jenny and Summit.
1: Jenny and Summit going to a VIP concert. <laughs>
0: yeah. They, so COVID is still happening in India, but the lockdown's over. So they want to get out and go to the courthouse and meet up with a divorce lawyer so they can move forward with their marriage. But to do this safely, they apparently have to wear these lanyards with VIP COVID. I don't even know what it is. It's like, like, a, it's a, like force, a, a force field that keeps the virus away. It's from like
1: you. if COVID-19 sees that you're wearing the VIP yeah, passes, yeah. COVID-19 is like, oh, shit, I can't, I can't do anything. These guys are a VIP. <laughs> No, or how does it work?
0: It's VIP, it's very important placebo because I don't <laughs> think it works it's just in your mind. You think you're doing something.
1: I like I like I like it.
0: The way it works, I'm pretty sure cuz I looked this up because I got a couple coming on Amazon. We should get them. To, no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> they are on Amazon and they are these placards, right? These cards that mm-hmm. hang around your neck and they have holes in them and then the holes filter the air and that if the air goes through and gets filtered i guess it's virus free
1: so they filter the air on your belly
0: yeah exactly
1: <laughs> sounds great yeah, probably, exactly. Spru- it probably probably works
0: no it's the equivalent of wearing garlic around your neck to fend off evil spirits <laughs> that's probably more effective actually
1: yeah all right
0: <laughs> so yeah they're wearing the vip
1: passes. The, v- the vip passes
0: And they're headed, they're headed to Delhi to meet up with this divorce lawyer. And Jenny's, all she wants to do, she wants to meet this divorce lawyer, but then she wants to declare their intent to marry while they're there. She said, let's kill two birds with one stone, right? Which
1: would make sense. They've been trying to do this for years.
0: It would make sense if Samit wasn't having second thoughts. I feel like he's really starting to question, did I make the right decision?
1: And he told us in the last episode that Jenny's old.
0: Oh, yeah. You can see it. It's wearing on her. COVID is... He probably want. Can you put on the mask? Can you put the mask back on? <laughs> you look younger with the mask. Which they were rocking those masks. Yeah. Good for them. No, everyone, that's
1: good. No, it is good. It's they, good that they didn't just think the VIP passes <laughs> are going to work.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Better safe than sorry. Exactly. So... Goose for everyone. So Jenny and Simit, they get to this marriage lawyer's office and the lawyer says if you want to get a fast marriage there's a way to do it and you can do it with Arya Sumaj marriage which i guess is the opposite of the special marriage acts which jenny thought they were going to have to do
1: yeah I didn't get this like why why do they why do you have two different marriages? One is like right. so difficult, right. and people can actually object to so you might not even get married. You would pay way more money and then you have the second option that's fast, cheap. no one can object like why would you even go through your special marriage act? It's
0: probably like the equivalent and it's not at all like this, but allow me to say it, don't get offended. It's probably like the difference between a big wedding with your family and the whole weekend and a beautiful religious ceremony versus going to Vegas to the drive-thru you're they're both legal right they're both legit well yeah one, one has a little more weight to it, but it that
1: doesn't make that much sense because my point is that the one that's more expensive and more difficult takes more time. People can object and basically stop you from marrying their person. Right. On the other hand, you have the cheap and easy version that no one can stop you.
0: But hear me out when you have that big, beautiful wedding with your family there, it's expensive and it takes a long time, and they ask. Does anybody here object to these two getting married? No some, one
1: asks. Some at schmuck that can get
0: up in the back and say, "I do." Right? You drive through Vegas, you get married. No one's going to object. It's fast. You don't even have to get out of your car. Super cheap.
1: You don't have to get out of your car.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think there's drive-through how do, you, how do you know? I don't. I don't know at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, things I've heard, but so. The lawyers said, yeah, it's true, the special marriage act is lengthy and expensive. But under Arya Samaj, you do have this common wedding option. It's more simple. And I think the real selling point here is Jenny doesn't have to convert to Hinduism.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
0: that, I think that is maybe a big selling point. Well, here.
1: I think the biggest selling point is that no, no one can object. object. Yeah. True,
0: true. And then, okay, so the lawyer says. You can get married anytime. If you want to get married tomorrow or today, you can. Jenny's eyes are wide open. She's so excited. To Jenny's meet. like, I do. Yeah, she I do. I do. <laughs> I do. are we married yet? And Submit is not having it. And I get it. Jenny needs to get married for her visa. Right? If she doesn't get married, she's got to go bye-bye. Again. Again.
1: I don't think she would come back.
0: No, we don't. We can't deal with this. I don't think her again. body
1: and the 401k <laughs> would let her.
0: No. So it sounds promising. Jenny's super happy. Samit not as thrilled. He still, of course, wants to talk to his parents,
1: which I understand. But at the same time, they've been doing this and dealing with this for so long. summit has been fighting his parents for so long. So now, when you finally actually can go through with it. Why are you trying to, you know, go back? Like, oh, maybe I should talk to my parents first. It literally brings me to your point that he's, he's probably yeah, having he's, second thoughts.
0: He's stalling for sure. I think he's stalling. I think age is wearing on her and he's realizing nobody's really that supportive of but
1: this. Not even that. Like, she still looks decent for her age. I know I make fun of her a lot, but for her age. For her, but what I was going to say, you
0: know what her age is going to be in 10 years?
1: Let me finish my thought. Jesus Christ. Go ahead. <laughs> in 10 years, exactly, in 10 years, Summit's friends are going to be taking their kids to the first or second, third grade. Yeah. Or maybe high school, right? They're going to be excited ha- having play dates. Summit's going to be taking, you know, putting Jenny in a bathtub because she will be <laughs> old, not being able to take a shower by herself.
0: Yeah, you say she looks good for her age. In 10 years, she's going to be 70 plus years old. You know what
1: I pictured the Lysol commercial when you have the old grandma in the bathtub and they're like washing her?
0: Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. For those
1: who don't know, it's just an old babichka, a grandma, in a clean bathtub because it's for Lysol. Yeah. And there is another lady just washing her body. And this is how I pictured Jenny and Summit in 10 years. <laughs> so his friends will be giving a bath to their kids while Summit will be giving a bath to Jenny.
0: Why will his friends be giving a bath? Because the they're gonna
1: kids? have young kids, so this is what they're gonna be doing—like family time, like bathing the kids. Why while Summit f- will be bathing Jenny.
0: Why his friends?
1: Like his people in his age, is what I'm saying. His friends were probably gonna <laughs> oh. have kids.
0: I thought you were saying his friends would be bathing <gasps> his kids.
1: S- Summit's not having any kids if he's gonna stick <sighs> with Jenny.
0: That's true. That's true. Jesus. Yeah. That you. Yes. Anyway. So it's the next day after they've gone to see this lawyer and they find out this good news, right? It's good news. And Jenny tells us, even though Sumit still wants to talk to his parents before they get married, they're going to go forward with the ring ceremony. It's actually scheduled for the next day. Mm-hmm. So Jenny FaceTimes her daughters, right? Fills them in on the latest, tells them how they can get married. They don't even have to tell Summit's parents. But then, of course, she tells them Smit wants to let his parents know. And this is when... Her daughter and daughter's wife become kind of skeptical mm-hmm. of this, right? Everyone's worried. Samit's parents, they're not going to be okay with this. Samit's going to feel bad. He doesn't want to upset his parents. And he's going to back out maybe, you know, for the last time. I'm actually say.
1: very curious to see the outcome because he doesn't seem as convinced as
0: he used to. I know. Well, I think uh, reality is setting in.
1: Maybe deep down, he knew, or he was counting on the fact that he won't be able to marry Jenny. And by the time they be they've been doing this dance like back and forth. Oh no, you can't. You go back to America. Come, come back again. By the time they're like done with it, Jenny will be so old that they'll just be <laughs> like, you know what? Let's let's not do this.
0: Yeah, I, you could be right. You could be right. It doesn't seem like he's that eager. To make this thing official. So okay. Jenny's outside doing laundry. And Samit comes to tell her. That his brother Amit is coming over. Samit's going to try to talk to him. Try to get a read on him. Whether he's supportive of this marriage or not. Because if Amit is supportive. That gives him hope. right? If he can get someone from the family. To support this marriage. Between him and Jenny. Mm -hmm. That gives him hope. So Amit and his wife. They go over to Jenny and Samit's house. Apparently, they got married mm-hmm. during COVID. They start joking like, oh, yeah, it was so great because we didn't have to have many people.
1: Only 50.
0: Only 50 people. Which is a lot. I know. It's a lot here and in America. And we had
1: more people at our wedding. We had 80. But I was freaked out by 80.
0: Yeah. I I kind of think 80, it's not small in America, but it's definitely not big. No. A well I learned I thought it hundreds. was big,
1: but yeah. I think 50 is a decent size.
0: 50 is a good size, but they said it was small because of COVID, which all right, if that's small to you, kind of big to us. But so they're all talking about the wedding. You can tell Jenny's bummed because she knows you guys admit your wife. Submit's parents love you guys. They love you being a part of the family. But Jenny knows that's not mm-hmm. ever gonna be the case. For me, if I marry Summit, I'm never gonna be welcomed into the family like you guys are.
1: I also was thinking Summit sitting there with Jenny, looking at Amit and his wife. His wife's cute, you know, yeah. same age or more or less same age as Summit, At least looks like it. They can have kids. They just got married. Everyone approves of them. Meanwhile, Summit is sitting there fighting all the time for Jenny. And does he think like, oh, maybe life would have been easier? But then I, was, I started thinking he did have a young wife. He mm-hmm. was married to someone closer to his age and it right. didn't work out. So maybe Jenny really is who he wants.
0: That's a good point because I was going to ask you, do you think it's selfish? Do you think it's selfish when a older person, and it could be a man or a woman, but when an older person gets involved with a younger person? Is it selfish in the sense that I'm getting what I want right now? But they're going to have some struggles. They're going to have some struggles when I get older and they have to take care of me. They're going to have struggles when I inevitably pass away decades before they do and they're going to be alone. Is it a little selfish or is it just love is love?
1: I think it's just love is love, but I don't want to sound sexist, but I think if the girl is younger and the guy is older, they can still reproduce, right? The girl can still have a kid and... Fuck, when the girl is older, the guy is younger, that creates issues because the girl cannot have kids, most likely in most cases, and the guy is going to get the itch eventually as Mm -hmm. all these 90-day young Mm casts, they want to have kids. And it's normal if you're in your 30s, you're thinking about having kids, right? Yeah. So if it's the other way around, the girl is 30, the guy is 60, there is still a way. Yeah. So again, I don't want to sound sexist, though, don't hate me, people. But I would not call it selfish. Because uh, again, when you start dating someone, you know their age. You right. know what you're getting yourself into. And you can stop it if you don't think that this is gonna work. So All I right. feel like if you're deep in like Jenny and Summit or Angela and Michael, yeah, and you know the inside out of the relationship and of what you can and cannot do, then I don't think it's selfish.
0: Okay. So Jenny and Summit... Break the big news to Amit and his wife. They tell them they're having the ring ceremony tomorrow.
1: And they can come.
0: You guys can come <laughs> if you want. If, you, <gasps> if you're not doing anything else, you guys are free. It's COVID times, right? You're probably not doing much. Come you, to the ring ceremony. put a
1: VIP badge on and come.
0: <laughs> you guys are VIP. <laughs> come on in. So Amit's wife says they should probably tell the parents. But Samit's like, "Uh, definitely not. If I tell them, there's probably not going to be a ring ceremony, Mm. right? And Amit tells Submit, even though he accepts Jenny and Samit's relationship, if they get married, it's going to ruin the relationship Submit has with his parents. Mm -hmm. He says, so be ready for the consequences. Yeah. Not how Submit wanted it to go. I think Samit was hoping, cool, if Amit's into it, if he's accepting Mm -hmm. of it, Mom and dad will be too. Not exactly. Amit's okay with it, but basically saying mom and dad will not be. Be ready for the consequences.
1: That's true. But remember during this episode, Summit also mentioned that he wants to talk to his parents, but he wants Jenny to come with him.
0: Yeah, I think it's a show of respect. If Jenny goes and speaks to the parents with him, it shows we really are in this together. Yeah. We're really in love. We are one it's mm-hmm. our relationship. It's not just me or you. It's us. And Jenny wasn't thrilled <laughs> with that idea.
1: No, but I feel like if he decides to go and talk to her parents, she has to do it.
0: Yeah, she has to be there.
1: But then Amit mentioned, I mean, Summit. Amit Summit, like parents were very creative. <laughs> Summit mentioned that maybe after the ring ceremony, after that's right. the part is right. done because then the parents can't really say anything. So. Yeah.
0: They can't say anything anyways if they go about this more common law marriage, right?
1: Well, we'll see how this is going to end up.
0: So, yeah, because when Amit says be ready for the consequences, all of a sudden Jenny just starts breaking down, crying, saying how much Samit loves her and she loves him. They love each other and it's a fact and it's too bad if people can't accept it. She starts apologizing for her age. It was emotional.
1: Very emotional. I was
0: getting emotional. Mm-hmm. Jenny doesn't usually make me cry.
1: Amit's wife was getting emotional. Amit's,
0: maybe. Who knows what she was doing? Was she laughing? Was she crying? Nobody knows.
1: She seemed to be nice. I, I'm going to I'm gonna think she was crying.
0: Yeah. So this segment just ends with Jenny crying and snotting in Samit's arms.
1: Well, again, let's see how this is going to end up.
0: I... See them getting married. I do. Mm -hmm. I don't see them lasting.
1: Because Jenny would pass away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Eventually she will. No, I just don't. I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't see them together. They're working really hard for it. That's the only reason I think that they'll get married is because it's just that's their goal. Our goal is to get married. And they seem like two people that achieve their goals. So I think they're going to get married. I don't see This love fest that they're talking about. I do.
1: I feel like if they can overcome all the issues, forget the age difference, and just go ahead, forget the parents, say, I do. I feel like for the next couple of years, Mm -hmm. they can be happy.
0: Well, fingers crossed. They deserve to be happy. All right. Let's talk about the next couple, Ariella and Baby.
1: And the actual Baby.
0: So... Ari and Baby, they're at the hotel they've rented while her parents are in Ethiopia. And things are still a little sour because Baby ditched her family last night when he had to go play the butt bongos, right? It's their first night in town, and baby had to go. He had to go to work. So Ari says, all they're doing these days is fighting, but she wants to get past that and have a successful marriage. So, okay, it's a fresh day, it's a new day. Let's start fresh, right? Baby, Ari, Fred, and Janice, they're headed out to explore Ethiopia.
1: Mm-hmm. Before we moved uh forward with this couple, uh, you remember Ari told Baby, let's not bring this up to her parents. I don't wanna I don't want them to see us fighting or yeah. having issues. Yeah. Ten minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> Ari's spilling out her guts to Janice. Oh yeah. Everything that's been wrong with her and baby. And I'm like, Girl, like this is not gonna help you at all.
0: No, this is not gonna paint Baby in a good light.
1: Definitely not. And baby chasing the chicken trying right. to kill it, it's not helping his case at all.
0: Right. So baby wants baby wants to impress Ari's parents. Baby wants to impress Fred and Janice. And so what do you do? How do you impress how do you impress your wife's Parents? Well, You're
1: going to slaughter some rooster? Yeah, you bring them
0: to a roadside butcher. <laughs> baby just, baby grabs that chicken, right? And was
1: it a chicken or a rooster?
0: It looked like a rooster. It's a chicken. right? Yeah. But I mean, that bird just started freaking <laughs> out. Fred, I mean, he was
1: about to die.
0: Fred and Janice are freaking out. I
1: was freaking out.
0: Everyone's getting really upset. They're not into witnessing chicken murders, Right. So Janice is I mean, the like, COVID-19. I don't think you get COVID-19 from chicken.
1: No, but you get the chicken flu.
0: You can get salmonella, I think. Yeah. Right? We don't, we don't need more virus.
1: Exactly. That's Co- my point. COVID's like, enough. Chicken flu just made it up. I don't know if it exists, but it's something that I believe could exist.
0: Yeah. Chickens fly. So I guess chicken can flu. Chickens flu. <laughs> right? Past tense. Anyways, so you're going while, too deep. While baby's trying to wrestle this chicken to have it murdered, it's almost like he's trying to sacrifice this chicken for his love of Ari. Janice is just like, let's go do something else.
1: He's just showing off the culture. Oh, I know. Let the guy show off his culture. I know,
0: but there's other things to show off in Ethiopia, than like, like what? There's a lot of landmarks and beautiful. Well, look at
1: you knowing a lot about Ethiopia.
0: Well, I researched the countries we're talking about. <laughs> and There's beauty. There's beauty in the country. And it, a roadside butcher is not where I would take some if I was trying to impress them. Like, I don't think it's an American thing or an Ethiopian thing. I think it's a human thing that nobody wants to see an animal get murdered in front of them. I just don't think people find that appealing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? I'm sorry if you guys do. I don't. I don't know anyone who does. Even hunters are like, you know, it's emotional. It's a sacrifice, but I'm doing it for a reason. I don't think anyone just wants to walk down the road and watch chickens be murdered.
1: Oh, okay. I agree.
0: Right? (laughs) (laughs) There's other things you can go do to impress Fred and Janice.
1: True. All right.
0: And Fred is not impressed to begin with. Fred's the opposite of every 90-day parent out there. Because we've heard from Chuck. We've heard... We've heard from all of them that are like, oh, this country's way better than I thought it was going to be, right? Oh my God, I didn't... This There's so much culture, So food's great. No, Fred Fred says of Ethiopia, everything looks so beaten up. I didn't expect Ethiopia to be so underdeveloped.
1: But he said it in a nice way. It's like Fred is a nice guy. He's not like Chuck.
0: No, Fred and Janice are fantastic. We love them, but... But
1: As Fred said, he's a doctor. He doesn't have time to travel. And unfortunately, he he didn't know, you know. He
0: doesn't. But I was just surprised. And hey, it was his honest opinion. It was his Mm -hmm. feeling. I just thought it was funny because every single other parent on 90 does the opposite.
1: That's very true. Oh my God, it's
0: so much better. Oh my God, this is so much better than I thought it was going to be. Not Fred. Very true. Fred, not impressed. Okay. So... Janice asks while they're out and about how things are going between Ari and baby. And this is when Ari just starts to talk about the frustrations, how she's stuck at home alone. Baby's always off at work. And I think Ari said just the culture is too different. Ethiopian culture is too different.
1: It's the most different culture she's ever experienced from the American culture.
0: Right, right. And she thinks it's going to be hard to have a successful—successful? Successful? successful, oh, suc-
1: successful. <laughs> She's a little, little dreary.
0: Yeah, it's going to be hard to have a suc- successful and successful relationship <laughs> with such clashing cultures, right? And Fred drops some knowledge, thinks it's just coming down to poor communication. He thinks that's what the issue is between baby and his daughter is— Poor communication. Mm-hmm. And which, it's true. Yeah, I think most troubled relationships, you could boil it down to poor communication. So, new day, right? Ari and Baby are taking her parents to see their apartment. Maybe this is going to go better. The roadside butcher didn't go <laughs> great. But maybe this is going to go better.
1: You know what? When I felt bad for Baby,
0: he oh, was saying that know. his what
1: apartment for him, it's... A luxurious place. I know. And for them, it's probably like, ugh, like it's better than what Janice saw during her first visit, but it's far from luxurious or anything closer to an American living, right?
0: He was so proud of the apartment. And And he should should be.
1: It's not a bad place.
0: It's not a bad place. It might
1: be small, but that's okay. You you can make it work.
0: You said it's not close to American apartments. I would disagree hard with you right there. I think there are a ton of American apartments that are not as nice as that apartment.
1: What I should have added is that it's not even close to the American living without a as used to Or what she came from She came from So you're saying
0: It's not It's not comparable To Ari's lifestyle Yes Has nothing to do what, With whatever the they American No
1: yeah Like she's from You know What I assume They're from Princeton New Jersey Yeah Or around there Their house Looked very nice You know The parents are successful So She never had to Grow up Being like Oh man Like we have one bedroom Apartment We have to Be sharing it With like two kids You know
0: Right No it's Definitely a little bit of a change for Ari, but still a nice place. Doable. I mean, I don't know if this is comparable, but you know the house that I grew up in. And then when I moved to New York City, I lived in a 200 square foot studio apartment. That's an adjustment, too.
1: I love this place. I know, but
0: that's an adjustment, too. So I think Ari's okay going from her nice house in Princeton, New Jersey, to a smaller. More humble apartment.
1: No, you cannot compare it because you moved from Connecticut, a small town in Connecticut, to New York City.
0: I'm talking about the living situation.
1: If you live in a shoebox, which both of us did in New York City, that's awesome.
0: Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying we had to adapt to our surroundings. A
1: hundred percent. And I can see that Ari and Baby are adapting until Janice and Fred are like, Well, this is not what we pictured for our daughter and a grandson. They got to get a bigger place. And I'm thinking, how are they going to get a bigger place if baby is working? Not even full time because Ari needs help. Ari's home with the actual baby. Right. They're barely paying for things. Ari's still using her savings. I'm pretty sure the parents are pitching in too.
0: Does... Fred even know how much a two thousand and eight Toyota has cost.
1: I think he has no idea. He has no
0: idea. He probably thinks it's an eight thousand dollar car. Two
1: thousand eight Toyota should be like four thousand. Yeah,
0: right. It's not. It's a lot more expensive, Fred. So I don't know where you think you're gonna get this money for a newer apartment. Well, nicer apartment. And they
1: said they would help them out. And Janice is asking, baby, how much money do you make? So, you know, I get an idea of how much you guys still need. Right. <laughs> And baby's basically saying that he doesn't have a steady income, which is a problem if you have a family to take care of.
0: Yeah. But also Ari doesn't want him working six days a week at the dance club. So
1: I get that too. I
0: get that too. But you either want money or in a nice place to live or you don't, right? You can't have it both ways. You can't say, I want to upgrade my living situation, but I don't want you working more doesn't work like that i
1: don't think it's the work i think it's the fact that he works at a dance club
0: he's smacking ass like six
1: nights a week basically quote-unquote having fun while she's home with a baby yeah
0: no that's a good point so this is my favorite part of this segment ari goes i hope my parents realize biniam is an artist and sometimes (laughs) artists don't get paid much yeah, he's a bullshit artist. I don't he's not a real artist that He
1: would love to be a real artist.
0: Yeah, so would everyone else on 90 Day. True. Right? Playing the butt bongos. I'm sorry. That's not you're not an I artist. it's
1: like a Cirque du Soleil wannabe. Cirque Soleil. I don't know. What is it yeah, called?
0: Cirque du Soleil. Cirque
1: du Soleil.
0: The people that work at Subway sandwiches are more artistic. They the, they're sandwich artists.
1: Okay, it <laughs> can just, tell. It can say this about everyone. Then
0: I just thought it was hilarious. I hope my parents know that Beniam's an artist. So <laughs> <laughs> artists don't and get paid much. And the parents
1: know, and they oh they, yeah, they did. They were supportive. They appreciate his talent, but uh,
0: yeah. you
1: gotta make the money.
0: The money is more important when you have a baby. That that's more important, I think, than your artistry, right?
1: Yeah, unless he can somehow make it, which. I I don't know if he can
0: I don't know I don't know I haven't seen enough of his Of his creations Of his work Of his art What does he even do? He's
1: a dancer I feel like he has to focus on one thing Not He's an MC. He's a dancer He's a musician He's a singer It's like Maybe he should focus on Let's say dancing And really get better Right You know You You gotta narrow it down But Again.
0: Right. It's like Sinji. If you
1: need so, oh yeah. Oh,
0: maybe I'll be an opera singer or a firefighter or so, alright, bro. Well,
1: but at least Baby is doing it. Sinji's right, just
0: talking about it. That's a fantastic point. So it's the night before Janice and Fred head back to the States. So they're headed to meet Baby's family.
1: Baby's family clearly don't like Ariella. Uh, and I've been thinking this since the first time we were introduced to them. I think Or they were introduced to us.
0: I just think they've seen this before. with Oh, yeah. It's like, oh,
1: the history repeats itself.
0: Exactly. Here we go again. Another American coming in, getting pregnant with baby. We know how this plays out. So I think they're more skeptical than they probably would have been if that wasn't the situation. So they're all hanging out. They're drinking beers. They're cherishing the new baby. And Janice asks baby sisters how things are going. Give me the dirt. How things going with Baby and Ari? And it's just more of the same. The fact that Baby and Ari argue a lot comes back up. And Janice is like, Ari does have a tendency to fly off the handle. But a lot of the time, it's justified. Well, <laughs> totally taking Ari's mom, side. Yeah, totally taking Ari's side. Janice just doesn't think it's a cultural fit. Doesn't think Ari can thrive in this culture. Which is probably true.
1: Yeah, and she... Not just that she doesn't speak the language, but what are her options? Do do options? Do we even know what she was doing before in ninety?
0: She was married before. She was married before. She worked at her father's doctor's office. So she's she like was a, a journalist nurse? too, I think. No, I think she just worked at the office. And I want to say she was also a journalist. I think she oh. worked at some paper or something.
1: Okay, I feel like I've known this.
0: Yeah. Oh, you should. You should know this.
1: No, I, I think I did, but I just slipped my mind. So, what would she do in Ethiopia? That's my main question.
0: Raise Avi.
1: Well, yeah, you can, You cannot be a stay-at-home mom if your husband isn't making enough money.
0: No, that's true. But you also—they're oh, not afford, even married yet. You can't afford to have someone take care of your baby.
1: True. It's a conundrum. They're in quite the conundrum. They got to figure a few things out. She can always teach English online.
0: That's true. She could totally do that. All right. So if things weren't tense enough over this meeting, Janice brings up, how are they going to raise the baby? Jewish? Christian? And all of a sudden, one of the sisters is like, oh, we're happy the baby will be baptized. And Ari's like, whoa, 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 spoiler alert. I didn't tell my parents (laughs) Avi is getting baptized. And Fred doesn't look too happy about this. Fred is shocked, as he should be.
1: Well, I guess. But then Janice said she comes from a Christian family.
0: Yes, she does.
1: So she understands the point that her family, I mean, baby's family is making about the baptism.
0: Well, she's saying you baptize a baby into a religion. If you're going to baptize them, it's because they're going to take on this religion
1: you can just do it. I'm baptized and I'm uh, not religious. Yeah. I'm baptized because of my grandmother, who yeah. is religious. but So I am, but I'm not religious. So it doesn't matter if I'm baptized or not, to me or to my parents.
0: Well, that's to you. I think everybody's different, for sure. And I think a lot of people baptize their children because here we go. This is the start of you being raised in this religion.
1: My my parents didn't do that,
0: okay. Well, maybe things are different in Czech in Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. You what know.
1: I'm saying is I'm trying to make a point that Adi can look at the baptism as like, okay, like we did it for a baby, but that's it. Like doesn't mean that he has to be raised Christian. Well, we I just think, did it to make him happy.
0: I think that's how she was looking at it. But then I think her parents maybe opened her eyes to, oh, this maybe something more because, she said she doesn't even think Baby cares that much about the baptism. She thinks it's Baby's family that's pressuring him and his sisters. And it looks like pre- it, yeah. Well, yeah, his sisters are like, oh, yeah, for sure it's us pressuring him. So I think you're right. I don't think Ari or Baby totally care that much about the baptism, but the family does. And the family definitely has some say in the way Avi going to be raised. All I can say is I can't imagine being Fred and Janice and witnessing this the night before you leave your daughter and your grandchild and head back to the States.
1: Yeah, I totally understand. Especially, you can see that Ari has no support. Right. No friends, basically. Nothing. She barely Cause...
0: has a husband there.
1: Well, she, he's not her husband. Well, Are they even engaged? They're not.
0: Who knows? Who knows what it is? But she, she's very much alone. She barely has anyone raising Avi with her. She has very sure. little support. Baby's off, working. All hours of the night. Yeah. If I was Fred Janice, I would not be happy leaving my daughter in that situation. Even yeah. though I do love Baby, I have to say I like Baby. Baby
1: is a really nice I guy. I like Baby.
0: He seems very sweet. He's got a way with the parents. But I would still be a little hesitant, a little uncomfortable leaving my child.
1: Mm-hmm. There. Totally agree. But you know what I want to see in the future if baby would be able to move to America, if mm-hmm. their relationship survives, because he could get more opportunities to express himself artistically, <laughs> yeah. Ari would have, she would have the family support and, you know, friends that she's missing right now. Yeah. So it's almost like a, a win-win situation.
0: We'll see. Maybe they'll be on the ninth season of 90 Day Fiancé. Ooh, so. that
1: would be fun. Yeah.
0: All right. So that is Ari and baby. All right, let's talk about our next couple, Brittany and Yazan. This one's pretty good. This one's pretty good. Brittany and her friend, Angela, they're finishing up their drinks at the bar, right? That's where we left them last episode. They're waiting for their Uber driver, a.k.a. Mm Yazan, to come pick them up. And these girls are tipsy, right?
1: Well, Brittany is tipsy. One of these
0: girls is tipsy. Uh Brittany's tipsy. And I'm thinking... Yazan is going to flip. I'm, That's
1: what I expected. No way
0: Yazan is going to be cool at this. But he arrives, Brittany gets in the car, gives him this weird, uncomfortable stare. And Yazan knows Brittany is drunk, but he's keeping it cool.
1: I feel like he has to, he knows if he freaks out, that would be the end of it.
0: Yes, and I'm also wondering if Angela being there changes things. But Angela
1: is the fluffer.
0: Angela's the, Angela's the buffer, oh. I think would be the word.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know what kind of show you're watching. Yeah, Angela is the buffer.
1: Well, let me talk about Angela just for a second. Last time I was going on and on about Angela, how nice she is and how great she is. And then I watched 90 Day when the other cast members comment. Mm-hmm. It's not strikes back. No, pillow talk. Pillow talk. Thank you. And everyone loves Angela. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, Angela is the friend we all need. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so true. Yeah. I agree with all of you.
0: Angela's a sweetheart. She's such a nice supportive. friend. Supportive. Yeah. We all need an Angela. Okay. So Yasin comes and picks them up and he wants to bring them to the barbershop. He's been working out. Right. He wants to show off a little. He's got this new job. Let me show you ladies mm-hmm. what's up. If there's one thing I've learned, don't go to the barber shop drunk. Don't go get your hair cut when you're drunk.
1: Oh yeah. Please don't do it. Don't or sh- don't, don't dye your hair don't drunk dye your either, hair. because I did it once and it was a disaster. It was I, it was with a shampoo. It was like the color shampoo, so it wasn't a permanent hair color. Yeah. But for a few days my hair was yellow like a pea if you don't hydrate.
0: Yikes. That's not a good color. Yeah. That's not a good color.
1: That's how I looked.
0: Okay. So we've talked a lot about your hair mishaps on this episode. Between your mom giving you the ball cut oh, yeah. and your pea colored <laughs> hair. I think you've come a long way. Don't don't mess with it, no, well, it now. Well, now I
1: don't do it myself I don't let my mom do it either. I go and I pay my money you get it for other people done. to get it done right.
0: Yes. Worth it. Very much worth it. Thank you. Okay, so they get to this barbershop. Brittany picks up clippers and says she wants to cut Yasin's hair.
1: I was literally watching him like, Yasin's going bald. Is that accepted in his culture?
0: Oh, all I was thinking is the only thing Yasin has going for him is his hair. So
1: That is a better thought. I yeah. totally, totally agree. So
0: step away, Yasin, You don't want to lose that hair. That's all you got. So Brittany, though... She's happy, right? Finally, Yasin has a job, an apartment. It seems like he's getting his act together. And she does clip his hair a little bit, but it's not too bad.
1: Yeah, it's, it's almost like
0: he's just, just, just a like, for the
1: show. It's a little
0: playful, a little cute moment. She mm-hmm. clips his hair. It's fine. But Brittany says she wants to make sure they're on the same page, right? Yasin says he still wants to get married. He doesn't care if... She converts right now, so that's good. And then Brittany asks, Do they need to rush to get married? You want to get married. Do we need to rush? Would it be okay if we wait like a year? And Yazin agrees to that.
1: Yazin's probably drunk too. I know. This is
0: like a new Yazin. He's not mm-hmm. flipping out on Brittany. He's letting her cut his hair. Does All I'm need going to, to say convert? is wait for it. Yeah. Wait till Angela leaves. Yeah. That's what I have to say.
1: Plus, we we have to remind everyone that this all is happening while Brittany is drunk. Yeah. And Angela is like, I don't understand what's going on in her head. She literally flipped 180. Oh, yeah. Going from I hate you to, oh, like, Yazan, let me cut your head. And yeah, Yazan no. being like the nicest guy, literally the opposite than Brittany actually described him to Angela. So Angela's very confused. I am confused about Yasmin being so cool. Britney just trying to like handle herself somehow. <laughs> like, this is all very confusing.
0: I think everyone kind of knows Yasmin can be two faced depending on who he's around. If he's around his parents, he's one way. If he's around Britney, he's another way. If he's around Britney and Angela, mm. he's a third, right? And so I think everyone's a little skeptical of who's the real. Yes, That's
1: very true And Brittany actually says it. She says you know what His own sounds great But He would never say this In front of his parents
0: Oh yeah No Or
1: Or would he That's that's the question Would he still No
0: he's gonna get murdered His yeah. parents are gonna kill him Well
1: she doesn't know this yet yeah. He wants to tell her But not yet
0: So it's a new day Today's the day Brittany's gonna go See the apartment that Yasin Rented for the two of them and Yasin wants Brittany to see how much he's stepped up. He wants her to see what he's put together for them. So she goes to this apartment. Brittany walks into the chicken. I mean, Brittany walks into the kitchen. <laughs> common mistake, apparently. Apparently it's a common mistake. You, you've never called the kitchen the chicken, but you definitely have your moments like that.
1: I have my moments all the time.
0: All the time. But I do love it. Yeah,
1: I love I love your moments. It just shows <laughs> me that you're not as perfect, and I like it—a little right. flaw here and there, you know.
0: <laughs> right. So yes, they walk into the the chicken kitchen, and <laughs> it's not bad. The I was looks gonna pretty say
1: good. it's a tiny kitchen, but you know he's a bachelor right now, living there alone. Yeah, Brittany's and he's not
0: running out. All the door. I was
1: thinking is like, all right, how he painted his life. Uh, Two episodes ago, was my penance kicked me out. I lost my job. I was homeless. I was like, "Oh my god!" Right. All of a sudden, it's a real
0: rags to riches story right? right here. He got
1: a new car. He crashed it, but yeah. let's not talk about it. He got a okay. new car. He's driving an Uber or whatever taxi. Yeah. They have enjoyed yeah. it. He works at a nice barbershop. He got his own apartment. So he literally went from hundred to zero to hundred again. Yeah, on yeah. his own. From zero so like, to hero. He either must have saved some money.
0: yep, or he's selling drugs. Those are the only two options. Or
1: his organs or something.
0: Yeah, it's it's impressive. I will say it's impressive. The apartment was nice. If
1: it's not an act, yes.
0: Yeah, so Brittany's there. She seems pretty happy with it, right? It seems pretty good. The one questionable thing was when Yazan said he got another room that Brittany can stay in. Brittany wasn't loving the idea of... Having to sleep in separate bedrooms.
1: Meanwhile, I'm thinking, two bedroom yeah. apartment
0: <laughs> from homeless you, to a two-bedroom. Exactly.
1: How did you afford? Like he lived with his parents, which to me, if I lived with my parents, I would probably pay them a little bit a little something, you know, to like buy food. But I would not be paying a lot of money if I lived with my parents. I believe it goes the same for your parents too. So right. he was saving ton of money, right? Yes. All of a sudden he's on his own. Living in a two-bedroom apartment, having a nice car, slightly crushed, but
0: okay. But the how? Ap- But the apartment wasn't perfect. There was one thing wrong with the apartment, and it was the reason Brittany was not going to stay there. Do you know what it was? You tell me. The wet bathroom. Floor.
1: Oh yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> She's like, yeah, this apartment's this apartment's great. But uh, I think I'm going to stay at the hotel until you fix the wet bathroom floor. It's an
1: excuse. She wants to party with her girl. It's
0: such an excuse. Yeah, let's not forget this is a girl's trip, right? Yeah. No, it's not. But she
1: didn't even want to see Yazan, so.
0: I know the whole thing is bogus, but Yazan's okay with that. He's going to fix the wet floor, but then he gets serious. Mm-hmm. He gets very serious and starts talking about, he can't just have a girlfriend. He needs to get married or God's going to be angry at him. And he can't have that.
1: He wants to marry. Actually, he doesn't want to wait a year. He wants to wait maybe a month. Yeah. So he went from being super chill, like, hey, girl, like cut my hair, like go party hard right. to I can wait more than a month. How yeah. about you?
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's going to work for our friend Brittany. But again- Doesn't have to convert because it's okay for him to marry outside the religion. So that's positive. So a little Mm -hmm. positive news, a little not so great news. But hey, things are kind of looking up.
1: Is she still drunk?
0: (laughs) Right. I think she's probably probably still drunk.
1: She's not going to go for it. And she makes a decent point too. She says she's scared. Like after all, all this, you know. Yazan taking his family's side, and Yazan turning 180, saying like, sure, I can wait a year, whatever, you don't have to convert to Yazan saying, I can wait maybe a month. I yeah. wouldn't trust him.
0: Usually it's the girl giving the guy the timeline.
1: The ultimatum. Yeah,
0: now the tables have turned. Yazan's like, if you don't marry me in a month, we're done. So Yazan thinks they should meet with someone who can translate everything. That's a
1: good idea, too, because I feel like, and as he said, I have a lot to say, but I don't know how to express myself properly. So maybe I say things that I don't mean to upset Brittany, but she takes it the wrong way. So So going to that's a good idea. They're
0: going to get a translator. They're going to talk about everything and we'll see what happens.
1: Yes. So what do you think? Do you think they're going to make it or not?
0: Absolutely not.
1: Is it because of the spoilers?
0: Absolutely
1: I literally hate that they do it.
0: This is another couple, though. If it wasn't for the spoilers, I would say no way. I would go as far as saying this couple's not even going to get married. How I said Jenny and Smith would get married yeah. and later divorce. This couple, in my mind, would not even get married.
1: Yeah, I agree. But
0: there's not a strong enough bond there. There's nothing to keep them together. True.
1: You know what? Let's forget about it because I'm always trying to forget about the spoilers while I'm watching or talking yeah. about a show. Yeah. So
0: let's not so let's reinforce not. these spoilers. All right. Let's talk about Tim and Melissa. The bathroom break. If you guys went to the bathroom during it, we'll catch you (laughs) off. We'll tell you what happened. We took shifts. I went to the bathroom first. T watched. Then T went to the bathroom. I watched. So together, we know what happened during this segment. So Tim's mom and Aunt Carmen, they're about to head home.
1: Everyone just came for like 10 minutes. They came for a weekend. Janice.
0: Yeah. Janice and Fred are
1: leaving. Robin and her not not so special friend.
0: Yeah, Carmen.
1: Carmen, who's just her sister.
0: So, yeah, they just came for the weekend and they're about to leave. But before they do, Tim wants some alone time with his mom.
1: He's flexing his Portuguese, getting the coffee with milk.
0: It was funny when he ordered and I was like, yeah, there he goes, like doing doing his Portuguese flex. And then he came back. In really flex, he's like, "Oh, I just ordered just a couple of coffees." <laughs> like he, ex- he's like, he had- "I just
1: ordered a couple cup of coffees and milk." <laughs>
0: it's like,
1: it's like, okay, cool, bro. Thanks.
0: Like, yeah, thanks for the translation. I would have figured it out when the coffee came, but yeah, he they go for coffee. He orders, and he they start they start getting real. Right, Tim's mom Robin starts getting real with Tim, laying out all the sacrifices he's been making for Melissa. And you can tell, of course, it's my son, you've been sacrificing, but she's worried about this relationship.
1: He's like a broken record. He always is like, oh, I cheated. Wow, they don't want to fix it. And then Melissa was seeing like other him. guys. That
0: actually sounds like it. Oh, he's thank always, you. He's always talking with like, oh, I've cheated. Like an exhale.
1: It's Because of all the cheese sticks he ate. Yeah,
0: he's just so full. <laughs> so gassy, <laughs> probably. So full of it. No but, but no, you're right.
1: Yeah, he's like it literally he is like a broken record. Why well, keep saying record? Because I finally learned how to pronounce it properly. Woohoo
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you're flexing. He
1: is like a broken record.
0: That actually sounds really good. Thank you. I, I, you?
1: I, I've been practicing, that's Look why I keep saying it.
0: <laughs> so now you sound like a broken record saying broken record.
1: <laughs> Fun story. I just recently and this is the reason why I was practicing. I was telling someone about like how much John and I love records and you know we have a record player and we love to like go and get music but when i was explaining this i kept calling it a record Mm. so basically people didn't understand what i was saying the only reason why they did is because i was holding an actual record while talking about it and the worst part was that i realized that i'm not pronouncing properly so during my presentation about how much we love it, I kept correcting myself. So I was like, record, "Record, record, records, and I was just like, "John Mayer," because I was holding it. Yeah. And then I was like, "You know what? I gotta learn how to pronounce this properly." So once again, Tim is like a broken record.
0: <laughs> Look at you! Yes.
1: Yeah. He like is. yeah, he keep is. talking about the same thing over and over. Like cheese stick, you either get over the fact that. You cheated, and then she had an affair, just right. sexual, right. and you just move forward, or you don't. Like that's, it's as easy as that.
0: So speaking of that affair, this is when Tim breaks the news to his mom that Melissa was sleeping with other guys.
1: That's such a sloth. <laughs> what is? I mean, they weren't I mean, I really together, so that. I'm totally, totally with Melissa on this. Like She did nothing wrong.
0: No, she, if you were truly on a break— That's fine. Right. Have your fun. But so then Tim starts talking about how he's worried now. Maybe he's not going to be able to get a job. Maybe his savings are going to run out. He's going to have to move back to the States and the distance has become an issue. And it seems like he's throwing in the towel. It seems like he's gotten to the point where he doesn't see a happy ending Mm -hmm. to this relationship. He's almost checked out already. Yeah, In his mind his savings are gone In his mind he hasn't gotten a job He won't get a job He's got to move back home
1: Which there is part of me that understand The fact that he needs to work Like you cannot just live without having a job And trying to live off of a girl You are not even in like a serious relationship with Because you cheated on her Like Mm -hmm. I I get that part That you know he's running out of money And all he can do is unfortunately going back
0: Yeah Well, what was surprising to me is Robin kind of starts to defend the relationship at this point and says, sometimes you need these hardships to know if the person is right for you. Yes. I thought Robin was just going to be like, oh no, for sure. You should go home.
1: Well, she did defend the relationship before. And she said, you know what? Like she even told Belize, like, I love you and whatever argument we had back in States. And she's like, you know, I didn't know what's going on. I ended up being in the middle. So we... None of us really acted how we were supposed to. Right. So
0: Right. So Robin asks, "Are you 100% positive this is meant to be?" And Tim says, "I love her, but I'm scared." And he just starts to cry.
1: Classic like a bi- meets chase like stick. Meets yeah. stick chase stick.
0: Yeah. Just crying. And so Robin hits us with her classic line, "If it's meant to be, I'm behind you 200%." But if it's not meant to be, I'll help you get past it. So she, I'm not going to say she's supportive of this relationship, but she's not talking him out of it the way I kind of thought she was Mm. gonna a few episodes ago.
1: I can see that, yeah. And again, at the end of the day, she is his mom. So all she wants is the best for him. So if he decides to stay with Melissa, she's going to support it. If he decides to break it off, She's going to support it.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what a mom should do, right? I'm going to yeah, support besides you Besides having
1: way. a gum and a, a water bottle all right. the time.
0: <laughs> you got to have gum, water bottle, mints, headache, medicine, and then just support me.
1: And tampons. Jeez. I feel like every mom has some tampons.
0: Okay. I I wouldn't know. I don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> I've never asked my mom for one. Right. But okay. So it's a new day, right? Robin and Carmen are gone. Tim and Lisa- they're headed to a couple's counselor yes they've seen a therapist in the States right after Tim cheated, and it was apparently helpful, so now they want to see someone in Colombia so Tim tells the therapist about what happened in the past, how he cheated, now how he's in Colombia to prove his intentions, and Melisa tells the therapist she's working to forgive him and thinks they're making progress, but then Tim tells the therapist. The one big issue in the relationship is he's not really sure if he can stay in Colombia. He's having a hard time finding work.
1: Yeah. And Melissa was not happy about it.
0: Well, no, it kind of blindsided her. Maybe Mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't seem like it was a conversation they had previous to going to therapy.
1: Yeah. Which they probably should have.
0: Maybe you want to have that conversation before you tell a third party. Yeah.
1: I thought that they're going to have this whole session in Spanish so Tim can practice and flex a little. Oh, yeah. But it's all in English.
0: Yeah. Well, thank God for us because subtitles, they just, it's, they're hard. It's, they're hard, hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah.
1: It's hard when you're like, <laughs> trying to like, organize your thoughts. Well. Yeah,
0: keep track of everything that's yeah. going on. You're reading. You're thinking. Yeah. So they did. They had the, the conversation in English. Therapist tells Tim the best decision is for him to stay in Colombia, which is. Is the best decision, but I don't know. Maybe the therapist can offer him a job then because I don't know or what Melissa he's going to do. Or Melissa can be
1: his sugar mama.
0: Right, right. Because Melissa does have a or nice life. just
1: get on OnlyFans.
0: Mm, Tim, get on OnlyFans?
1: I'm sure there, there, is a, there is a market for cheese sticks.
0: How much would you pay if Tim was on Cameo?
1: Like $10. Yeah,
0: you'd have to pay me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there is, he is so uneventful that I would not pay Anything.
0: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the bathroom break is over.
1: Bathroom break is over, guys. All
0: right. Let's talk about Devin and Juni. So Devin's Skyping her parents back home, right? She's stressed over this wedding that's coming up, but she's mm-hmm. super excited because the family's gonna make the trip to be at this wedding. They weren't at the previous one. Yeah. Second time's a charm. I'm here comes the family.
1: I was going to I'm surprised that Alicia's coming back because she's not a big fan of Junie well, and vice versa. For me,
0: it was the dumbest question. They're having this FaceTime. They're having this Skype, whatever. It's fine. And then Devin, I'm sure she was told to ask this question, but she just goes, are you still mad at Jihoon for letting Drusilla run into the street?
1: Classic 90 day plot.
0: Yeah. Alicia's like, yeah, obviously. Like Devin, why would you just ask your mom if she's still mad at Junie? Of course she is. Yeah. And if she's not, there's no need to bring it up. I was like, yeah. The producers but, told her, to but do this.
1: maybe not even. Do you remember that Devin loves to ask questions that she should not ask? Yeah. Like that's telling true. telling Ji-hun's new boss about Jun used to yeah, so stealing these, phones. Are
0: these stolen cell phones, or because <laughs> Junie usually only? works with stolen oh yeah cell
1: phones. not stealing working with stolen cell phones yeah
0: so they hang up right they end the facetime and junie comes in and he asks Devin if she knows about ep syndrome like
1: i love that i was like that's good junie that's good
0: <laughs> she's like huh and junie's like alicia phobia syndrome junie is such a joker
1: He's so such a, funny.
0: Such a joker. So
1: right.
0: <laughs> it's the day that Devin's family is arriving in Korea. And Devin's nervous. She wants to prove to her family that things have gotten better. So they all go to meet Devin's family at the airport. Did you? Yeah. I have a question. Yeah.
1: Junie's mom is driving once again. The, and the car is huge. But they always <laughs> have the car. So are they renting the car or is that their car because juni's driving this tiny car which i thought was his parents car
0: oh i don't know maybe they rent it when the fam comes in town
1: so the mom can flex her pink driving driving gloves (laughs) did (laughs) she was she wearing them i didn't see i
0: don't think she was them this time
1: oh i know what a bummer
0: yeah no she's definitely the bus driver of the family definitely the bus driver so they go meet the family Driscilla was so happy to see her grandparents. I know. That it, it concerns me that her life with her parents' parents are not good.
1: And also, you know, like, I don't know what's going on in their life, but they also have a baby. I feel like you always pay a little mm-hmm. more attention to the baby. Right.
0: So she's like, finally, someone that's going to pay attention to me. Yes. That's probably why, and not to psychoanalyze because I have no idea, but that's probably why you run out into the middle of the street because you're looking for attention and for someone to chase after you literally and figuratively.
1: Maybe. I don't think she really thought of that, but.
0: Well, I don't think she thought about that, but I think it's a subconscious thing. Let I also me, think let me she's a hyper
1: kid. Like she, oh, that's for sure. You know, she has energy and you need to watch her and there, there are a ton of kids <laughs> who you just can't let off your side.
0: Yeah. Okay, so they all get to the airport, and Junie hits us with another classic—not the EP syndrome, but he goes anal. Nope, but <laughs> but potty, but potty humor. He says, "When I look at Alicia, I feel like I'm gonna piss my pants." <laughs> Junie is just a classic, an classic, abso- an he- absolute national treasure.
1: I I feel bad for Junie and his. Social media Whatever's yeah. going on in there But let's not even talk about no, it That's
0: not That's too sad This is a happy This is a happy moment The whole family's there Even Raven is there Devin's sister
1: I didn't know she had a sister Yeah it's a party
0: Everybody's there
1: It's the It's a one hour party Just walking down the runway
0: Why a one hour party?
1: That's how long their wedding's gonna oh, be Oh
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry Right 30 minutes for the buffet One hour for dancing Back to work <laughs> Yeah, so everyone's there, it's going to be a party, they get in the van, and they drive off into the sunset, and that's the end of that segment.
1: Well, Devon's dad is questioning Jihoon in the car, saying, when he was his age, he already yeah. married Fel- right. Alicia, but... oh <laughs> well,
0: yeah, and Junie's like, oh yeah, 30, 30 years old, yeah.
1: Very, it was, it was very awkward.
0: It was so awkward. So awkward. I know.
1: It was like you talking to my grandma about my cell phone.
0: Yeah, when you left me to go shower and I was stuck I w- alone. I just so.
1: wanted to pee. Uh, guys, it was like two minutes.
0: It felt like 20.
1: I just I was like walking down the stairs, like looking at my grandma, just like holding holding my phone, you know, like when you're trying to figure out how heavy something is.
0: Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, iPhones are heavy, <laughs> huh? And she was like, I don't know what you're saying. And she just kept pinching my cheeks. It was
1: fabulous. She loves you. Oh. <sighs> She thinks you're too skinny, but she thinks that about everyone, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because she wants me to eat sweets and I always have to tell her no. She bakes it, so. All right. There was kind of one more couple on this episode, Armando and Kenny. Obviously, we love Armando and Kenny. We want them to be happy. Nothing happened. Nothing happened, so. Besides
1: the one emotional moment when they basically want to pick up their denial of paperwork, which Sounds painful just yes. how it is. But what was in the denial is very sad. Do you want to Do you wanna say what was in the denial?
0: Well, it said same-sex marriage is not legal because it could end the human species.
1: Yes. Yeah, so basically you would not be able to reproduce. You
0: can't reproduce. So it would be the end. And it's, I know that's a common trope, but it's, shocking kind of to hear those words in a legal document that that's actually an illegal document this couple's picking up to then go fight for their right
1: especially in a country that legalized gay marriage that's i still don't understand i mean obviously we read about it about all those rules and hopefully they can get this overturned.
0: yeah but right that's I just, the
1: goal. It, it's crazy we live in the 21st century Mm-hmm. And it's so sad And people still have to deal with things like this You know
0: The best part of this tiny, tiny segment Was when Kenny asked Armando If he had told Hannah what happened to them At the marriage office the first time So Armando says No, I'll fill her in Tells Hannah what happened And Hannah just goes Mean, ugly guy Aww, Because she's they wouldn't cute. approve Yeah, her dad's marriage but that was really it for this couple.
1: Literally. That's it. We didn't uh, leave anything out.
0: Nope, that's it. So maybe next week something more will happen. We hope.
1: Hope, we hope, we hope. And do you think it's like close to the end since we're gonna have a new ninety day show yeah, or I is it gonna only, overlap?
0: No, I think there's only two or three more episodes. Yeah. And then I think it's they're gonna pass the baton to ninety day.
1: I'm excited for the tell. Oh yeah. Because I always love the tello, but I feel like in this case, because the tell is going to be very recent, and we all know that some of the couples are uh-huh. already exposed. We'll get so, some real dirt. Yeah, I'm excited about it.
0: Me too, me too. All right. Well, that's it for Sunday night the other way. That's, that covers it, right?
1: That's it. And I meant to add this at the beginning, but I forgot. Guys, if we sound a little different, it's because we are in a different place than we usually are.
0: Yes, we traveled to Connecticut for the holidays. We are yes. home for the holidays. So. so
1: if the sound is slightly off and you're like, oh, what's going on? We're just in a different room. And sometimes as much as we do our best when editing,
0: yeah, that it's, happens. It's, yeah, we, we strive for consistency. But hello from Connecticut. I will hello let you know if we
1: see the, the Silva
0: sisters. <laughs> yeah, we, we're not going to say exactly where we are in Connecticut, but we're not too far from the Silva sisters.
1: So so, stay
0: tuned. We'll stay
1: see, we'll tuned. We might run into them.
0: Yeah, and uh, on that note, you might want to follow us at Ninety Day Crazy and Love on Instagram, and make sure you're definitely smashing that subscribe button on Apple and Spotify, yeah. all those places. And thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, it would mean a lot if you could. Please, please, please. You don't have to write anything. Just drop a numerical. Review if you could,
1: but you could write something because it we really like you, makes us happy, guys. We
0: like when you it write truly
1: something. does make us happy.
0: Yeah. So that is all for now. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye bye. Bye
1: bye.